Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. And I'm your other host, Alyssa. And we are here to talk all things Disney. As always. Yes. So, for the month of April, we decided to focus on springy episodes. Yeah. So, in this episode, we are going to be talking about two different rides. The first one is Living with the Land, because of course you know lots of things are grown in spring. Yes, and originally that was what the podcast was going to be about. Yes, but unfortunately we didn't find, we found a lot, but not enough for like both of us to have enough facts to talk about. So, we decided to do a pun on the word spring (laughs) and i am going to be telling you about radiator springs uh racers yeah so you get a two-for-one podcast is what we'll call it also not a ton on radiator springs like enough for one person but not for both of us right so so yeah it worked out okay that you know we found two things that you know had enough for one person and now you get double the facts for double the rides (laughs) double the springtime yes okay Do you want to go through your fun facts first? Do you want me to go through them? Because I feel like if we go back and forth, it might be a little confusing. confusing. I agree. Yeah, so um, if you want to go with yours, and I'll just kind of, you know, chime in when I have comments, that'll be great. All right. So, again, I'm going to be talking about Radiator Springs Racers. You can find it in Disneyland. My first fun fact is it opened in 2012. So it's been there for a minute. Yeah, it has been. It's not that long ago, but... But... Enough. Yeah. Um, my second fun fact. Riders must be 40 inches tall. So not crazy tall, but enough. Yeah. Okay. Now these ones are the actual fun facts. Um, the ride uses the same ride system as Test Track and Epcot. Yeah. When I kind of watched the video of the ride, because obviously Alyssa and I have not been to Disneyland in California, no. even though it definitely is on the bucket list. Oh, and yeah. Hopefully it happens soon. Fingers crossed. Yes. Um, it looked very much like Test Track, just with different, like, scenery and whatnot. Yeah, and, like, different cars, obviously. Right. Because they're modeled after cars. <laughs> right. But, yeah, which, I mean, I love Test Track, so I feel like I'm going to love Radiator Springs. I agree. And some of the scenery that I saw it's from the beautiful. video, absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. I'm really excited when we go there, finally, to ride that ride. Yeah, me too. Okay. The initial plan was for the ride to be based on the 1950s car culture, and the idea actually predated the Cars film franchise. But then when Cars was a thing... Then they changed it to Cars. They were like, well, why wouldn't we just take that idea and change it to Cars? Okay, so what do they mean by the 1950s car... Culture? Yeah. So I guess, like, all of the... Like, I guess... 50s cars, because I guess that was when it was, like, big... Was all the, like, racing and... Okay, so, like, in Greece, when they did, like, the two cars racing each other, like, that was, like, a big then, I guess? Yeah, so I think that's kind of what they were going to base it on, because it is a race. Like, the ride is a race. Right, right. So I think they were going to base it on, like, different 50s models of cars. Gotcha. Which I still think could have been a cool concept. Yeah, I agree. Just not very Disney, which is surprising. Well, if you think about it, though, some of, like, the biggest rides aren't, like, what you would normally think of as Disney. Like, Haunted True. Mansion, for example. It's not really based on, like, a movie. It's not very, like, obviously it's Disney to us because it's been Disney for how long? But there is a Haunted Mansion movie. Now, but there wasn't initially. 
Well, when was the Eddie Murphy one? That was until much later. Oh, that's true, though. Yeah. Or I guess, like, Space Mountain, there's nothing on that. Exactly. So, yeah. like, there's a lot of, like, big Disney rides that aren't actually, like, Disney. And actually, some of, like, the Disney-based rides, like, they're cute. But they're, they're not as good. Yeah, they're just kind of story rides that you, like, retell the story. I wonder what they would have made that area, though. Because, like, obviously now it's cars themed right but would it have just been like a bunch of different things i guess so yeah maybe just like a mix and match kind of thing yeah but i don't know you're right but i didn't think about it like that when i first read that i was like oh but it's not disney i guess because i'm so used to it being cars right but i was like oh that's weird yeah but it's not okay the racing ride reaches a top speed of 40 miles per hour it's pretty fast for a ride yeah it's pretty it moves. Yeah. It moves. Um, and at one point in the ride, you enter a two-alternate scene. So you can either enter Luigi's or Ramon's. And I guess it's the way that your car turns. Mm-hmm. It either goes left or right, and it gives you a different scene. Oh, that's cool. Which so you is have really to, cool. Yeah, that way you can ride it a couple times and maybe like get a different experience. I mean, it's only two different experiences, but there still is a different experience. Exactly. And there is an actual race at the end of the ride, so one car is being randomly chosen to win every time it goes through. It's kind of like the racer at Kennywood. I know you guys probably don't know what the racer at Kennywood is, but basically it's a wooden roller coaster, and there's two side by side, and they race each other, but a winner is chosen each time, and yes, you hope to pick the right one. And if you don't know what Kennywood is, it's at our local amusement park here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's not quite Disney World, but it's still nice. It's cute. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Throughout the ride, there are 23 animatronics um, that, like, play out the town scenes of Radiator Springs. So you have, like, Luigi and Mater, and I'm sure Lightning makes an appearance. Yeah. And all the other cars, but I don't know their names. Sorry, Cars fans. (laughs) (laughs) They're cute movies. I've seen them before. Okay. Each car has a different license plate. They're from different places, and they have different numbers, which I think is cute to represent all areas of the universe. Yeah, I wonder if there's a Pennsylvania license plate. I'm sure they have one for, I bet you they have one for every, like, state. If they should. Maybe. If there are 50 cars, I don't know that there are. I don't know. I don't know. Or 51 if you're including Puerto Rico. <laughs> I do know how many colors of the cars there are. Um, they come in variations. There's red, purple, and teal. Oh, okay. But I don't know how many cars. Gotcha. Like I said, they didn't have a ton of fun facts, which I was really surprised by. Yeah, you would think, like, I was they'd give you something. I was expecting, like, oh, there's a hidden Mickey here. Or, like, if you look to the left at this scene. But there's, like, not a lot of that. And then my last fun fact is this ride was given a tribute in the temporary special Disneyland-centric version of World of Color. Oh, neat. Yeah. But that is all I found. And, I mean, I looked through... Oh, gosh, it had to have been, like, ten websites mm-hmm. that, like, stated that there were fun facts. There were not fun facts. <laughs> it was more so, like, this is when it opened. This is how tall you can be. And, like, this is how many people fit in the car. If you're curious, it's six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those aren't really fun facts. No. That's more, like, just general facts. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I really would like to ride the ride, though, still, even though we don't have a ton of fun facts about it. It looks like it's a lot of fun. I agree. 
Okay, so moving on to yet another fun ride. It is fun. Yeah, we're going to go with Living with the Land. And believe it or not, Living with the Land was not always the ride's name. What was it originally? So originally it was called Listen to the Land, but it was changed in 1993 after a refurbishment. I feel like that still fits, though, for the ride. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I'm surprised. Like, okay, I was born in 83. I don't remember it being called Listen to the Land. I mean, I know I was little. Yeah. But, like... But I'm surprised no one still calls it that. Yeah. Like, from older generations that right. remember that vividly. Right. I'm surprised no one calls it that still. Yeah, I, I don't remember that at all, though. Because, like, our family still calls... Like, Hollywood Studios, MGM. Yeah, they do. Sometimes. Yeah. Or, like, Disney Springs, they still call it, um, what was it originally? Not World of Disney. Pleasure Island, initially, right? I think so. Yeah, it was Pleasure Island, because they had, like, nightclubs and stuff, and they celebrated New Year's every night. But that's what I mean. Like, so, I'm surprised that people don't still call it Listen to the Land? Yeah, Listen yeah. to the Land. That's surprising. Um, another interesting fact is that the produce that they grow in the ride is served in many of the restaurants around Walt Disney World. So you are basically taking a tour of what you may eat in the future. <laughs> That's really cool. Speaking of tours, I really want to do the walking tour through Living with the Land. I do too. I wonder if you get to like sample like plants. Probably not. <laughs> well, I'm curious. That would okay. be cool. Let a girl dream. <laughs> But that would be cool if, like, they would let you, like, here, pick this cherry tomato. And try one. And try one. I don't know. That would be neat, but I don't think so. One real dream, okay? I here, will let you dream. Here, catch this lobster with your bare hand. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so you know how there's that scene with the house in it, like, at the beginning of the ride? Oh, yeah, ride? with, like, the dog in the rocking chair? Exactly. Um, if you look on the mailbox... It has the number 82 on it, and this refers to the year that Epcot opened. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I thought that was a cute little Easter egg. I like that. And this might be one that you have, so I'll wait till the end. Okay. As a fun fact. So again, at the towards the beginning of the ride, this is the scene with the buffalo and the prairie dogs. Those animatronics were actually created for an attraction at Magic Kingdom called the Western River Expedition. Ooh. Um, and this would have been, obviously they didn't actually make the ride, but it would have been a boat ride through the desert. But instead, Pirates of the Caribbean was built in that area. Oh, see, I'm happy you figured out, because I was going to be like, maybe it was like the River Rapids that it was supposed to go, or the Jungle Cruise. Nope, Pirates oh. went there. So that's why they never put in... The ride, what it was the it? Western something? Western River Expedition. That is a mouthful for a ride, too. Yeah, by the really way, <laughs> you want to go on the River Expedition, the Western River Expedition. Expedition. <laughs> so yeah, they made those animals initially for that attraction, but when that attraction didn't get built, they put those in the land. So I will say, I'm happy it is pirates. I mean, I don't know what the Western River attraction would have been, but I feel like pirates is probably better. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the second half of the ride, that was a lot about the first half. The second half of the ride actually used to be narrated by a cast member, and they narrated it until about 2006. That's cute. Yeah, I wish it was still kind of like that, because you get, like, interesting, like, different tidbits when it's, like, different cast members, I feel. I agree, and I mean, I know the Jungle Cruise is kind of scripted. Like, yeah. they get a physical... But I like that they get to also ad-lib and improv in there. Right. And I feel like it would be very much like that. 
Right, yeah, it's like a little bit different each time, so it's not the exact same thing. And I feel like it's more personal. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, um, but now the narrator for the attraction is Mike Brussell, who also narrated for the Tomorrowland Transit Authority and Magic Kingdom. You know what? We're going to have to listen to their voices. To see that they're the... The same. Yeah. Okay, more about animatronics. Okay. So, the animatronic dog in the farm scene that we talked about already? Yes. Yeah. So, that dog was modeled after Walt Disney's real-life dog. Oh, that is the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I don't know if you know this, but that dog is also featured in the Carousel of Progress and in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, is he the dog with the keys? Yes. Oh, I never realized they were all the same dog. They're all the same dog because that was Walt Disney's doggy. I love that. Me too. That's my favorite fun fact of the day. I feel like it's mine too, actually. That is so cute. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so there has only been one major refurbishment for the ride, and it happened in 1993. And during this time, the ride got a new song and a new opening and ending scene. Oh. Yeah, so that's like the biggest change it's had throughout the years. Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy living with the land, but I will say if you've done it once, you've done it. Right. (laughs) It's not necessary to go back on, but it is a nice, like, relaxing moment. Yeah, kick your feet up after, like, walking for a long time kind of thing. And it's also a good educational ride. It is, and also, like, it's air-conditioned, so it's nice and cool. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, I thought this was cool, too. So, within the string greenhouse, there is a tomato tree that was actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for producing over, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. 32,000 tomatoes in over just 16 months. Wow. That is a lot of tomatoes. I didn't know they grew that quickly. Apparently they do. That's crazy. I mean, not that quickly because this is literally the one that was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but like... But still, I I didn't realize like you can produce that many tomatoes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that made it the largest and most productive tree in the world. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. That's very interesting. Okay, another one I actually found interesting because you know how I like space. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in the final greenhouse, you will see a NASA hydroponic growing unit. So, these are actually units that they theoretically eventually want to use in space to grow crops. That's very cool. Do we know what that is, specific, like where it is in the ride? Yeah, it's like towards the very end. Okay. And I th- I'm... I don't know how to explain it, but I know where it is. Like, could you point it out to me? Yes, I could. Okay. Yeah, so next time we're on it, I'll point it out and be like, that's what NASA's going to That's NASA, that's NASA. (laughs) Okay, so you know how, like, they say you're not supposed to touch the sand? Yes. There are two reasons for this, really. First one is obviously safety, because, like, you're not supposed to have anything outside of the vehicle. Yeah, or else you're like that lady that tried to get back into the boat. Yeah. After trying to retrieve, like, a cucumber. Yeah. And you fall. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Stay in your boat. (laughs) But the other reason is that there are very sensitive plants being grown in Living with the Land, and your hand has diseases and bacteria on them that could kill those sensitive plants. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it totally does. Respect the plants. Yes. Do not touch the plants or the sand. Or else you're not eating in Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) So this is another one where I was like, holy crap. 
So, and I saw a picture of this lemon, because I'm about to talk about lemons. I know that sounds weird, but... I love lemons. This lemon, huge. I have never seen a lemon so big. So, apparently, they have grown five-pound lemons. Oh, my goodness. At Living with the Land. One of those could create over a gallon of juice for lemonade. A gallon! That's a lot of lemonade. That is a lot of lemonade from one lemon. And let me tell you, the picture of this lemon, like, it was, is, like, bigger than the cast member's head. It was huge. Hold on, I'm looking at a five-pound lemon. It was huge. I will give you one second. Okay, guys, I did look at this lemon, and my reaction was pretty priceless. I kind of wish that we recorded it. It is a giant lemon. Okay, you guys actually showed Google yeah. The picture of the five-pound lemon at living at the, with the land. That's a lot to say. That's a lot of health. Yes, it is. <laughs> but this lemon is ridiculous. Huge. It doesn't even look like a lemon. No, it's like kind of lumpy, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of ugly. It looks kind of nasty. But it is a large lemon. <laughs> but it's kind of crazy. I didn't know that you can make them that large. I didn't either. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So, all right. The next part I'm sure most of you know, but if you haven't been to Disney, maybe you don't. The dark segments of the ride are built around the Land Pavilion's rotated restaurant called the Garden Grill. Yes. Which is an amazing restaurant, by the way, guys. At Thanksgiving time, they have, like, the most amazing Thanksgiving dinner. Very good food. I highly recommend. So good. That was going to be part of my fun fact that I had. Do you have more about the, the, the restaurant? Uh, no. Okay, I was just going to say that when you're eating at Garden Grill, you can see the scene with the house and the dog. Yes. Like, if you look down, that's the scene that it rotates over. And I just think that's interesting. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to, like, ruin really? it if you had it. I so appreciate like, that. Oh. <laughs> okay, this I didn't know either. So, apparently the lettuce that is grown in for living with the land it's grown in different colors, so they can create, like, words and logos out of them. Oh. I didn't know you could, like, grow lettuce in more than, like, two colors. <laughs> what are they making? This is going to sound stupid. Why are they making words and letters, though? I mean, because they can, I guess. <laughs> like, is there, a, like, a purpose or just cause? Just cause, I think. That's really cool. Yeah. But I didn't know you could make... I don't know how they can, like, genetically, like, modify these things. Yeah. I mean, I know you can, like, crossbreed species and stuff to get specific, like... Sure. But, like, again, I didn't know, and maybe this is because I'm not, like, very farmy or, like, I don't know. Scientific-rific? Like, I didn't know you could get lettuce in different colors. I didn't either. I didn't know you could grow, like, five-pound lemons. Me either. 45-pound watermelons. I didn't know we could do this. Yeah, and I didn't know, like, you could grow 32,000 tomatoes on one tree in, like, I, 16 months. Yeah, I didn't know, like, a tomato could produce like that. Like, I, Yeah, so we're learning a lot here, guys. Very educational <laughs> podcast for all of yes. us. <laughs> okay, so my last fun fact is that there are four specialized greenhouses that you will see during the ride. And there's also, like, a bonus section. So, in the first greenhouse, it's called the Tropics Greenhouse. You're going to see things like bananas, dragon fruit, stuff like that. Like, kind of, like, tropical-y stuff. Mm -hmm. The second greenhouse is called the Temperate Greenhouse. And you're going to see things like sunflowers, wheat, and watermelon. Which, love watermelon, by the way. 10 out of 10. 
Okay, three is the creative greenhouse where you're gonna see lettuce, peanuts, and peppers. The fourth one is the herb greenhouse where you see edible flowers and parsley. You know, random thought, edible flowers do not taste good. I've never tried one, so I don't know, but I believe you. <laughs> they taste like how you would expect them to taste. Yeah, I wouldn't expect flowers to be... Well, some people were like, oh, they're really, like, fragrant, and they, ta they taste like a flower. Which, I mean, some people were into that. Like, some people drink, like, lavender drinks and things. Yeah. But just not for me. No. I wouldn't think it would be for me either. But again, never tried it, so I could be wrong. You should try it next time we're down there, like, if we get one. Yeah, for sure. Because they taste like how you would expect I was just cool. curious. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. And the last little section is the aquacell section, which also includes fish, which I think is my favorite part. Like, I like animals. Like, don't get me wrong. The plants are cool, but I like the animals more. <laughs> I do, too. I like watching them, like, in their, I guess it's not their natural habitat. Yeah, but. Because they have been taken. Right. But, like, you know what I mean. I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It is interesting. You know what else is interesting, Liz? What? Our listeners, of course. They are. Yeah, they are awesome, and we want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode, The Main Mouse. First of all, we'd like to thank our listener in Egypt. Unfortunately, we didn't get a city with that, but we do know we got a listen in Egypt. So thank you to our listener in Egypt. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, Oakdale, Pennsylvania, Sacramento, California. Thank you to our listeners in Honolulu, Hawaii, Charlotte, North Carolina, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout out to Raleigh, North Carolina, Seattle, Washington, Roseville, California. Thank you to Oxford in the United Kingdom. Thank you to Clarksburg, West Virginia, Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, Simpsonville, South Carolina. Shout out to Cold Lake, Alberta in Canada, and last but certainly not least, Washington Grove, Maryland. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, what is your favorite spring fun fact? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a Pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.